Hey guys, I'm Mike Empolgado and this is the first episode of Knowledge Hackers Podcast. I decided to start this podcast because today's educational system is long outdated and broken. There's too many good people in my life that was fooled and tricked by this system already and I just don't, don't want that anymore. I can't have it. You know, for the last 15 years of my life, I was a teacher in international circuits. I was teaching in a couple different countries and two different continents. I was teaching in Poland, in China, and in Malaysia. And I know enough stuff about education and about enough dirt about what is, what is hidden behind the scenes. And I just can't do it anymore. You know, I can't sell people something that is not worth the money. So I decided to do something about it. How? I'm going to use my knowledge and I'm going to use my contacts to hack that knowledge system altogether and give it to you in episodes of this podcast so you can do it too and not fall into this trap anymore. So I hope our hackers community, our knowledge hackers community will be growing quickly so we can change the fate of this Uh, of this world pretty much, of the world of education today. But before we're going to start hacking anything, guys, I need to give you a little bit of backstory so you will see where I come from and why and how it all started. You see, I come from Poland, from quite a small town. And uh, back in the days when I was in high school, I was really ambitious student. There is another story behind that, why, how I become the ambition student, because I definitely wasn't an ambition student all of the time. Actually, when I started my primary school, I was pretty much one of these guys who hated school and just come up with a thousand different ideas what you can do instead of going to school. But we're going to leave that story for another episode. Today, let's just move forward to the times when I was in high school. Uh, so, like I said because of certain things that happened in my life, I was very, very ambitious student. And, and so by the end of high school, I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna go to the best possible college out there in this country because I wanna have an awesome job and an awesome career and, and I'm gonna be rich, I'm gonna have a lot of money and, and I wanna be happy and successful and I want all that, right? So obviously the best way to do it is go to the best school, go to the, the, the trendy faculty, right? Go to the school that, is, that the ratio for one place is very high because that means everybody wants to go there. And if I will get there, that means I'll be the winner, right? So that, that was pretty much, that, those were my criteria for becoming successful, right? For college, for university, and then ultimately for becoming successful Uh, adult. So I did that. I was like, I looked through all the colleges that were in, that were there, right, in my country. I didn't want to leave the country because I kind of didn't have money for it. So so I was only looking for the for the universities and colleges in my own country. I also didn't know a lot about you know how to get a. Uh, um, 
like go into the exchange mode or anything like it. In my times, guys, you have to you have to realize that the, the internet was not that fast. Actually, it was just starting, and uh, and it was not it wasn't that easy to get an information. You know, so as I said, I focused on universities and colleges in my own country, and on top of that, because I'm from Poland and Poland Poland was already in the European Union. Our universities, our government universities, were pretty much for free. If you if you were if you passed the exams, then you didn't have to pay any entrance fees or anything like it. Obviously, you still have to pay for different stuff while you're there, but there is no entrance fee and there is no tuition, anything like it, which is awesome because in other countries, even for the for the government. Schools, you still have to pay a lot of money, so that was pretty much the reason why I decided to stay in my country. Uh, and then, so I was, I looked through, I looked through all the colleges that were there, and quickly decided that, yep, in the capital city, there is the University of Technology that is the best in the country. And since I was really good in math and physics. I decided, okay, that's something for me. The the entrance exams are math and physics. That's brilliant. I can do this, no problem. I go there. I choose one of the most demanding faculty. It was like, I guess, as far as I remember, it was um, seven or eight people for one place in this department that I was starting. And that that department was civil engineering, by the way. So I, I actually highlighted three different departments. Uh, and and went for the exams, right? I was not really thinking a lot about all the other things because I was just thinking if I get to the mo- the best university in in the country, and you know, I'll do everything by the book. I'll be successful, right? I'll trust the system. It will take me to the other side, to the bright side. So I did that, and I passed the exams. And I get to the civil engineering department. Boom! And I was thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm there. I'm one step further. I'm, I'm getting closer to be super successful and, and uh, you know, happy guy. And so <clears throat> I started my college. The first year was super demanding. Oh my God, I was learning day and night because obviously all the other people that were in this university, they were, they were coming from big cities pretty much Warsaw in, when it comes to Poland. And, uh, and they had a lot of this material that, I, that was new to me already in, her, in their high school. You know, so for me it was new, so I had to catch up. I had to learn a lot. There was no parting for me. There was no, you know, college life. I had to learn in order to stay there, you know, in order to be a good student. And I always wanted to be a good student. I didn't want to be like a student who is just there and, and you know runs on C's and stuff. I wanted to do everything by the book. I want to be good, right? Actually, by the end of the first year, I, there were there were a few stuff that I really liked to do, like technical um, drawings, for example. And I was doing that for money for the other students. So I already started to earn some cash on it, but it was only within the, the college community, right? Uh, and so the first year, second year, I was studying really hard, and then finally the third year came, 
And um, well, I, I got like a little bit restless because nothing was happening for me. You know, like it was, it was kind of boring already. I had enough of all this learning and I felt like a lot of stuff that I've learned is actually nothing that I like. You know, it's like, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna do that. That's so boring, you know? And then I've learned on the third year of my, of my university time, I've learned that we actually will have to, after we finish the university, we will have to pass the exams, the government exams outside of the school. And in order to pass them, we have to run a, an engineer journals. And these journals, we're gonna have to run for two years in the office and two years on the construction side. So altogether, I'm gonna have to do an extra four years of practice under somebody else's company, you know, for, for pretty much pennies in order to get my credentials and pass the, the, final, the final government exam that will give me my mm, license, my civil engineer license. And it's only, and it's, what's, what's even more funny is it's only gonna be for this region. So if I wanna be a civil engineer and go somewhere else, to a different country, I'm gonna to have to pass some exams in that country on top of that. That's what I've learned on the third year of my college, right? So all of a sudden, this career path was not really very good career path for me anymore because I was thinking, okay, so before I can actually start earning some decent money, I'm gonna to have to like spend another two years here to get my master degree and then four years doing something for someone without like, without having any money right and then finally i'm going to start my company then and and start earning something but then i'm going to have to you know create contacts and everything it's still going to take a little while before i will be well off you know and then <clears throat> i was thinking you know what this is, this is just BS, you know? I'm not doing this. This is, this is not what it's supposed to be, you know? I came here, I passed all these, all these hard exams and did all that, not because I want to work for pennies for somebody else for the next four years. Come on, that's not what's supposed to be. So <clears throat> at that time, my father was running his own company. I started to work for him for a while. I opened my own company. I got sidetracked a little bit from the school. And then, and then I've met my, my first wife and, and got a, I got a kid with her. And so I had to provide to the family, you know? I, didn't, I couldn't have just, I couldn't waste time for learning and then doing the practice and then doing all these other things and not having money, you know? It's not that I didn't want it, but I, ha I needed money. So I went to work for a job that was giving me money right away. And that was a job in sales with my father and a job in my own company that I started at that time. It was actually running pretty well until the crisis hit in 2008. And then it all go sideways again. So I had to repurpose my, you know, all, 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 everything I was doing at the moment. And that's, that was also the moment that I decided, okay, I'm gonna finish this degree the civil engineering degree, because 
that will allow me to learn something else, you know, to go and, and get some uh, some other master degree, maybe on you know totally different university, different different industry, something, right? But I'm already gonna have something over here. I'm gonna have the engineer degree from this university. It's still better than nothing, and I already put so much work into this that I really wanted to finish it. And I finally finished my my engineering degree in 2010, guys. So that took me eight years. And out of this eight years, I was actually studying hard for three and then, you know, doing little bits and pieces for another five just to finish the degree and, you know, and get something out of it. All in all, I sacrificed a lot of time, a lot of effort, and I don't really use anything I've learned during my university time. Almost nothing, I tell you. Obviously, some people say, yeah, but you've learned how to think. And Yes, I did, but did I really need to spend eight years of my life to have these little bits and little nuggets out of that? I could probably do all that in one month if I had the right person to teach me, you know? So, altogether, that was totally wasted time. But then, fast forward, and right now, I am a teacher, like I mentioned, for the last 15 years of my life. I am a teacher, and I was a teacher in many different formats. I started, to, started teaching, uh, I started tutoring, actually. That was my first teaching job. In, back in, in uh, university, starting from the first year of my university, I was actually a tutor for math. For high, I was teaching high school students. So I had a lot of um, uh, contacts with them, and it was pretty cool, actually. I really liked that. And then, and then later on, I also become an instructor and a coach for different sports activities uh, and, and martial arts. And then I become I become a teacher in a school, in an international school. The first school that I was teaching for was um, um, Warsaw Canadian uh, International School. So that was an IB school. At that time when we started, it, was, it wasn't actually an IB school yet, but it transformed into IB school uh, later on. And, and that, that's how I got um, sucked into this international circuit. So from there, we went to China. And in China, I worked in two other schools. And then we went to Malaysia. I also worked for another international school there. And I've learned a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff about these top-notch international schools. And I'm talking here about, about primary schools, middle schools, and high schools, all together, all together in one, because all these international schools, they're pretty much running it in, in one campus. So I was in touch with students all different ages. And I tell you, the one tricky question that I always get from my brother was like, is it really worth it, Mike? Like your school, the schools you're working for, they charge like a lot of money for a semester. It's like pretty much when it comes to high school, it's pretty much the same what they charge in, in, uh, in, in college, you know, like in-state college in, in US. So it's probably gonna be something like $30,000 a year for high school, 
right? <laughs> that that those kind of prices. This is this is what people are paying. And 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 so my brother was thinking, is it really worth it, man? Like, tell me, like for real, as a teacher, as an insider, you know, the the money that people are paying is the value like for them for the money really good. Is it really that different, that better than, than you know what we have in a public school or or like a semi-private school? And I honestly was trying to convince him, yeah, we got this, we got that, we la 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 la. No. I have to tell you, I have to tell you guys, the value is was never ever worth the money. People are just paying the money because they have it. Right? They have it and they want that's a status, right? For them it's a status. They want to send their kids to the most expensive schools because that's how they show all the other people that they can, you know? But when it comes to the what the school is bringing, I'm not really sure if it's that much better than all than any other school out there. It is a little bit better and they do have like the the best, the newest ways to, to teach students. But one thing is to know the theory, right? That the, the big brains of this world, of the educational world, world are giving us. And the second thing is to have teachers that are actually bringing that theory on the ground and <laughs> teaching it in that way, right? making it a reality for the students and that's not the case guys that is not the case there's a lot of teachers who have no clue or they're just you know like pretending that they know everything and then basically they're doing the minimum right or there are different permutations you'll know more about this once you're gonna start hacking but for now guys for now what you need to know is this that i am on your side Okay, I was a teacher for many, many years, and I still am a teacher, but I'm a teacher in a very, very different school. And our school is an acronym, Successful College Hackers Ongoing Online Learning School. <laughs> I really like that acronym here, and I'm really hoping to have a lot of students here guys because I will show you the ways how to get to the best knowledge without spending big bucks and without wasting a lot of your times we're just gonna hack it we're gonna hack it next century style so I hope to have you here guys on the next episode of our knowledge hackers podcast it was mike impulgado guys and one question that i have today for you is this that's the question that i asked myself when i was finishing my first degree my first civil engineer degree why did i even go to that school why did i go Answer, your, answer that question to you guys. Why do you want to go to college? Why do you want to go to the university? Why do you want to keep on learning? What stands behind it? What is your purpose to do this? What do you want from the school? Why do you want to hire a school? And what it will give you? 
what it will actually give you. What are you expecting that this school will give you? Make a list of few things and we're going to start with that in episode 2.